To us a child is born, to us a son is given, and his name will be called the Prince of Peace. Christmas, a very warm welcome to St Bride's for our service this Christmas morning. It's wonderful to be able to share this joyful occasion with you wherever you are in the world. We begin now with our opening prayer. Let us pray. We say together, Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you 
and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the words of the angel to Joseph. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Therefore let us seek the forgiveness of God through Jesus, the Saviour of the world. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory be to God on high.
Almighty God, you have given us your only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin. Grant that we who have been born again and made your children by adoption and grace may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good tidings, who publishes peace, who brings good tidings of good, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Hark, your watchmen lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. In many and various ways, God spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets. But in his last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He reflects the glory of God 
and bears the very stamp of his nature, upholding the universe by his word of power. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has obtained is more excellent than theirs. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be enrolled. This was the first enrolment when Quirinius was governor of Syria and all went to be enrolled each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to be delivered. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And in that region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy, which will come to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying which had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. As some of you may know, I share my life here with two extremely large and very friendly Maine Coon cats. 
they are the biggest domestic breed. And if any of you who have seen the Harry Potter films, you will have seen one because Mr. Filch's cat, Mrs. Norris, is played by a Maine Coon. What very few of you will know, however, is that last December, one of our most significant and popular Christmas services was almost completely derailed by one of my cats. And for reasons that will become apparent in a moment, I would like to share that story with you this morning. One of the most wonderful events that we hold here at St Bride's every year during Advent is our annual service of Plainsong Evensong, followed by a performance of Benjamin Britten's Ceremony of Carols. It is always a magical evening. The church is beautiful and surrounded by flickering candles, and the music is, of course, sublime. It really is one of the highlights of the Christmas season for those who come, as it was a year ago in December 2020. But on that particular occasion, I was aware of something that none of the congregation knew anything about, which was why for me, and for me alone, it proved to be a monumentally stressful evening, despite its evident success, because somehow I managed to conceal the fact. Um, because last year, a few hours before our annual ceremony of carols took place, one of my cats, whose name is Cosmo, managed to get into church. He took up residence over there, just underneath the platform where the choir were due to perform, and he flatly refused to come out. I tried absolutely everything, but nothing would entice him into the open. He was there all afternoon. He was there throughout the rehearsal, and I still hadn't managed to lure him out by the time that the evening service began. And I just knew what was likely to happen. Despite his enormous size, Cosmo is still quite young and very friendly and extremely curious. And I just knew that at some point during Britain's ceremony of carols, he would emerge from his hiding place and start meandering round the church, attention seeking as usual. And you can imagine the result if that happened. Many in the congregation would doubtless have found it highly amusing and it would be mentioned in dispatches for years to come. Do you remember that year when? But it really would have torpedoed that act of worship completely because with the distraction of a cat wandering around, nobody would be giving the music and the words and the sacred nature of that occasion anything like their full attention. And if I were to leave my post and try to catch him, he would have found that enormous fun and it could have turned into a Whitehall farce. The whole event could very easily have been well and truly scuppered. Fortunately, and much to my relief, my worst fears remained unrealised. Cosmo remained hidden from view for the whole of the service and in fact for most of the rest of the evening until he decided he wanted feeding. But goodness me, was it stressful. And I really can understand the wisdom behind that famous showbiz maxim, never work with children or animals because they always grab the limelight. 
One of our congregation members moved into a new area a few months ago and recently acquired a dog. And apparently his neighbours have suddenly started talking to him because of the dog. The same is also true of young children. I can well remember when my own lovely girls were babies, if ever I walked into a shop with one of them in a sling or in a pushchair, completely unknown members of the public would suddenly walk up to me and strike up conversations about the child. Because there's something about a young baby that draws us out of ourselves. Perhaps because of the extraordinary miracle of new life that a young child manifests, or because of the future hope that it represents, it speaks to something deep within us. And even if you don't happen to like babies or warm to the presence of very young children, and you do your very best to ignore them, somehow they always manage to have an impact of some kind or another. Indeed, if you have ever experienced the arrival of a new baby in your own home, you will know how that child's coming will change the life of your entire family. You have little choice but to start to do things differently, to change your schedule, to reorder your priorities in fundamental ways. Because the arrival of a new baby is life-changing for all concerned. It will probably ask new and different things of everyone within that household. Although, of course, it remains up to us how we choose to respond. Which, interestingly enough, is one of the things that gives the Christmas story such power and depth. Because when God reaches out to us, when God comes among us, he does so not in power and might, offering an instant solution to all of life's problems, but as a tiny child who instead asks something of each of us as members of the household of faith. And more than that, such is the extraordinary nature of this extraordinary birth that not only we, but the whole of creation feels its impact. In one of her Christmas poems, one of my favourite poets, Elizabeth Jennings, wrote these lines. He is so small, the stars bow down. The fierce winds ease their breath, and careful shepherds look upon the one unsullied birth. They kneel and stare, while time seems gone, and goodness rules the earth. We have all had such a challenging, and for some of us, such a heartbreaking couple of years since Covid first crashed into our lives with such devastating consequences. And it is ever more clear that we still have a very long way to go before human society will feel fully safe for everyone once again. Which is why the promise of new life and new hope at Christmas is so very important for all of us. Because in it we are offered not an instant solution, but a baby, a glimpse of a new and different kind of future. And we are reminded that however deep the forces of darkness, in the end, 
goodness and life and peace and joy will have the final word because God is truly among us and no act of kindness or compassion or courage or love can ever be wasted because they will all be woven into the coming kingdom of God where God will truly reign. Welcome all wonders in one sight, eternity shut in a span, summer in winter, day in night, heaven in earth, and God in man. Great little one, whose all-embracing birth lifts earth to heaven, stoops heaven to earth. And thanks be to God for that. Merry Christmas. Amen. heaven and earth, we join today with Christians all over the world to celebrate your birth. May God, who has called us out of darkness into his marvellous light, 
Bring us together as one family in your love and hear our prayers. We give thanks for all those who make it possible for us to worship together on Christmas Day, here in church and online. We pray for Alison, our rector, Jeff, our associate priest, the choir and our organist, and all those who work so hard to keep St Brides open during these difficult times. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, thank you for your love at this special Christmas time. Help us to remember the birth of Jesus, that we may share in the songs of the angels, the gladness of the shepherds and the worship of the wise men. Help us to remember that this wonderful time of year, with all the lights, presents and fun with our families, is about you and your love for all of us. Let your light shine in our hearts for all those to see. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear God, we pray for those who don't know the joyful story of your birth. We pray that this Christmas time, we will close the door to hate and open the door to love all over the world. Let us show kindness with every gift and greeting that we offer. Help us be nice to one another and share all the gifts and talents that we have been given. May all your people, wherever they may be, of all faiths and of none, hear your word, receive your blessing, and have the joy of in their hearts this Christmas time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Jesus, born in a stable and worshipped by the angels, be with all who are lonely, those who feel distant and celebration and those like you who have nowhere to call home. Be for us a living hope and the light for us to follow. When you were on earth, you healed the sick. We ask you to bring the healing of those in our families to those who are ill today, particularly those who have been separated from their families due to COVID. We remember also those who have died and no longer with us and pray for them to find peace with you in heaven and that they will help us all who miss them to remember the great times we have spent together at Christmas. Lord in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, may our homes be full of happiness, our stockings full of treats our, and our Christmas trees twinkle, twinkling with lights. Our family is cooking up a feast, our church is full of singing, our hearts are full of joy and our minds are full of wonder. We give thanks that on this very day you sent your son to join us here on earth to know us and love us. Amen. Finally, let us remember in silence all those known to us who need your help and support. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you please stand? Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called the Prince of Peace. 
The peace of the Lord be always with you. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, 
fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks, because by the power of the Holy Spirit, he took our nature upon him and was born of the Virgin Mary, his mother, that being himself without sin, he might make us clean from all sin. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. Who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this, our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies, 
We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table. But you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us.
Let us pray. God, our Father, whose word has come among us in the holy child of Bethlehem, may the light of faith illumine our hearts and shine in our words and deeds through him who is Christ the Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen.
Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with peace and goodwill, and make you partakers of the divine nature. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.